Welcome to episode 31 of the Pineapple Couch with B-Rob. I am B-Rob, and do we have a show for you today? I am joined by our resident NBA insider, but he's going to be more of a dual threat today because we're going to be talking about football and basketball. John Robbins, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Always, always a pleasure. Um, again, this is episode 31 of the Pineapple Couch with B-Rob. You can get us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. And a quick reminder, you can send in questions for the mailbag for the Pineapple Couch to brianrobbins54 at gmail.com, as well as at Brob Stark on Twitter and at Brian Robbins on Instagram, and then at the Pineapple Couch on Instagram as well. So um, those shows are always fun. So if you want to get more input or put some questions, give us some talk topics to talk about, that would be awesome. So today, today I'm really excited because we're in like month four or five now of no sports and things aren't looking great, but fuck it. Today is a good day because the pineapple couch, we're talking about football and we're talking about basketball and we're just going to act like sports are happening and we're just going to we're just we're just gonna we're gonna make the world seem a little happier than it is right now i would say let's go um yeah let's go so first i mean the biggest news because it's the biggest contract in professional sports history patrick mahomes signs a 10-year deal to the kansas city chiefs worth up to 503 million and could be uh, northward as that because there are contract incentives and bonuses. And one would assume with Patrick Mahomes, he's probably going to hit those bonuses. Um, so basically, he had two years left on his contract. And so they did two plus 10. So he has 12 years, technically. Um, he's got a very young core around him. I believe Kelsey's the oldest guy on that offense, and he's 30. Certainly not slowing down anytime soon, at least. Um, and another thing like I was thinking about, so... Some people were like, oh, my God, Patrick Mahomes took a 10-year deal. Well, eight years from now, the quarterback market's going to be, like, completely reset. That's going to be a crappy deal. Guarantee. This is a pineapple couch guarantee. I guarantee there's an opt-out or something for him to renegotiate his deal, like, three or four years from now. I just guarantee that. Um, This is, like, no amount of money is bad for Patrick Mahomes, right? Like, he's the greatest football player I've ever seen. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier yesterday or whenever it was, and we were saying – at the time, not legacy, obviously, because he's only played two years. Have you ever seen someone in professional sports just be, that guy is so much better than everyone else? I've never seen it. I've, I've never, never seen, seen it, it in basketball, in LeBron. I've never seen it in Brady. I've never seen it ever. Yeah, he's he's a different like breed slash species of quarterback. He's just, the things he can do, it's like, you throughout like all the little things um Patrick Mahomes does it's like oh I once saw Brett Favre kind of do that I once saw Aaron Rodgers kind of do that I once saw Deshaun Watson kind of do that and you go along the line Michael Michael Vick other stuff um he's just on another planet the idea that that dude can throw like a 35 yard dart into coverage no look I mean it's just something we've never seen and um if you hate the Warriors you're not going to like this comparison um, Patrick Mahomes is a little Curry-esque. I'm not saying like Curry was by far the best player in the game at any point because that's certainly not true. He's one of the best. But Curry changed the way NBA spacing and NBA offenses like worked. And if you don't, if you can't accept that, I don't know what to tell you. It was him. It was that Warriors team. And so we saw all this like change over the last couple years in the NBA of going small and then like the shooting becoming so important and people just taking more and more threes. Patrick Mahomes, the thing with him, it's like, how the fuck do you replicate it? Like, you it, can't. 
and it's kind of the same with Curry because you can't really like create like an, another Clay Thompson, Steph Curry back. That just comes around every Except once in a while. You see them trying to do that, and just like tons of teams are just like shitty and like like the Hornets. The Hornets try to go, or in the Hawks, they try and go Warriors build and have Devonte Graham and Trey Young, Chuck, yeah, tons sucks. of threes, and you can't do it because they're not Steph Curry. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that's similar with Mahomes. And um, we have I got a lot of we have a lot of like um Mahomes related topics. We're gonna go through. This is like a a Mahomes podcast primarily. Actually, we have a lot of NBA to talk to though about as well. Um, Patrick Mahomes is just completely on another different level. And so when usually you see these these contracts happen, it kind of resets the market for quarterbacks. And so the next contract you assume or, or just usually how this goes, the next contract will probably beat Mahomes. That's how it's been. I don't. I don't, so. I don't think that's just. I think Mahomes is literally just the exception to any rule. I. I think like the second and like the guys that you have coming up for contracts that would request Mahomes money. I think what you'll have is you'll have Watson. He's going to request for it. You got Prescott who's already asking for everything. And now that he sees that I'm sure he's going to want that. And then this is a little more down the line. Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson is the only one you can make the argument could be worth that much. But again, you're going to hate me. All the people hate when I say this. 10 years to Lamar Jackson with that kind of money is just very scary for a primarily running quarterback. I know he's a, he yeah. excelled in the passing game. It's just still scary. Patrick Mahomes, we saw him when he was a little hobbled. He could still. He's still the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, he's still the best quarterback in the league. So, um, But I don't think Deshaun Watson, I saw this tweet yesterday, basically someone like sent Deshaun Watson, like they screenshotted Mahomes' contract, the tweet or whatever. And Watson gave like put like a gift that was like, ooh, like I'm gonna get something like that. Deshaun Watson, you're really good. You're not. You're not worth that. That is it's no one's worth that besides Patrick Mahomes. And the only argument of anyone kind of being worth that is like Lamar Jackson, but that's just like if he's healthy on a season season basis, you know, because we don't know what's gonna happen. Um, you made a really good point yesterday with um Mahomes. He should have won two Super Bowls. Yeah. Go, go through that. So in his uh, first year playing with the Chiefs, after because his first year he was behind Alex Smith, um, when that guy jumped off sides, if he doesn't jump off sides and the Chiefs beat the Super Bowls, Patrick Mahomes wins two Super Bowls to start his career. Yeah, because the Chiefs probably would have killed the Rams they last year. The Ram, how many points? The Rams scored seven, three, seven. Was it thirteen to seven or thirteen to nine? Something Patrick Mahomes like had that. a stretch where he played up to like twenty-five games in his career, or thirty games, or so, a, a lot of games, huge sample size. He scored over twenty-five points every single game. He's a beast. And obviously, we saw what he did in the Super Bowl this year, leading back. Um, that was one hell of a Niners team. That was a really good Niners team, and he. That was one of the best defenses I've ever seen. Yeah. So, and he really. I mean, he's Patrick Mahomes. That's what he does. Um, so kind of on a similar note here about Mahomes, this is a very vague question. Or not vague, just like it's really kind of open-ended. It's tough. It's tough to answer. That's how I'll describe it. How many Super Bowls do you think Patrick Mahomes is going to end up winning? Seven. If I had to guess a number, I'd say seven. Seven or eight. Like, I, I, like that's an, a projection. Like, that's just, like, what I think is going to happen. Not crazy. Like, I, I think he's going to win seven or eight Super Bowls. That would be insane. I'm going to go... I'm gonna go at six because not like I mean he's the most talented player I've ever seen but just what we've seen throughout sports history it is so hard to get that many like think about having Brady and Belichick for 20 years the Patriots got six like so I mean Mahomes it's so hard to compare Mahomes and Brady because Brady has obviously just like so much like success in the postseason and all that but Mahomes like what I like to say is like Brady's the GOAT right 
Brady's the GOAT, but Mahomes has a chance to be the GOAT just because of what we've seen just out of him in his first couple seasons has just been unlike anything I've ever seen in football before. And just the eye test. There's a difference when watching Tom. Tom Brady's great. He makes every throw. He makes amazing decisions. He's clutch. There's a different level when watching Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. He just can do shit that other quarterbacks can't do. And what's terrifying to think about is I believe it was like Week 9 or 10 of this season, Patrick Mahomes finally learned how to read defenses, they said. And it was like, oh, shit. So he just fucking threw 50 touchdowns last year and didn't really know. Like, <laughs> and So he's just going to be getting better and better. And like Tom Brady gaining all that experience. Um, he is a good fit with Andy Reid. They got a young squad. I, I'm around. I'm going to go at 6, but I mean, I could see more. But I could see less as well because it's just kind of so unpredictable. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to win the AFC West, though, for the next 10 years. Yeah, it's their biggest threat right now is Drew Locke and the Broncos or the Chargers. I mean, yeah, the Raiders suck. The Chargers are not going to win the AFC West for 10 years, probably. Yeah, probably. It fucking sucks. We're probably not going to win for another 15 years. <laughs> um, We're the Dolphins in the, it just, like, to the Chiefs Patriots right now. Yeah, it's tough. Um. I have this next topic is just like if you had any bold Mahomes predictions. Um, one I had is I think we're going to see one of his seasons. He's going to throw north of 60 touchdowns in the season. And it's going to be fucking crazy. It's going to be like Barry Bonds. Like I'm not saying he's like steroid, not that sort of shit. Barry Bonds is the fucking goat. Um, but Patrick Mahomes is going to put up numbers that are just like insane. Like kind of – it just reminds you of like the home run boom in baseball. Just – it's going to be a fantasy cheat code for the next 10 years. And here, I feel like if you're in a dynasty league, I, I mean, I've played fantasy football for forever. I understand how important running backs are. If you're in a dynasty league, like, why not just take Patrick Mahomes and just have him, you know? Like, for the next 10 years, like, in the first round. um, First round, for sure. It's just... Like, number one? Him or, like, McCaffrey? That's, to, I mean, he's like, I would put him in, like, the two through four range, probably, because I think you take McCaffrey one. I saw some stat about McCaffrey where it was like only one person in the NFL history had more receptions through his first three seasons or something. Yeah, he's he had the, he had the most catches last year. Or Michael Thomas had the most. He had second most. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's did he have a thousand thousand last year? Yes. He's so awesome. He's so good. Um. I so yeah, I think we're gonna see some crazy stats out of Mahomes. I think he will break every single passing record that there is. Yeah. Um. By a lot. I think just because the rules and that he's so fucking good. Yeah. Um, do you have anything um, on Mahomes' predictions or him versus the rest of the QB market? Or are you ready to move into some maybe some other NFL stories here? Um, just going back to the the quarterbacks that are going to expect Mahomes' money. At some point, and if you're the front office, you just have to be able without being disrespectful or hurting Dak Prescott or Deshaun Watson or or any of their feelings. Just say, look, you're not Patrick Mahomes. Like, right? Can't that no, just yeah, be you, a discussion? You, you'd certainly. But the thing is, is, is like those guys, like the way the best athletes in the world are wired. Like, I th believe it was Draymond who said something like this. Like, every time I go on the floor, I think I'm the best player out there. Some of these guys are just wired like that. And then also, like, it's kind of just like a game with like the agents and stuff. So it'll be really interesting to see if. Because they're definitely going to demand it. But I would say I would be shocked if Watson or Prescott got that type of money. If Lamar Jackson has another unbelievable year this year, then he is someone who I think would they would consider giving that to, even though there is a risk, but there's a risk with everyone. 
Um, I just think it's a little bigger with him. So let's move into some other NFL stories, and then we're going to get into some NBA. But one thing that stood out to me as kind of weird was David Njoku wants out of Cleveland. He does not want to be on the Cleveland Browns. One would assume that that – I'm a Baker guy. I love Baker. But doesn't that seem like it probably has something to do with Baker? Because he have a new coach. Maybe he doesn't like the front office because they're fucking losers. But if Baker was his guy, he's not requesting a trade like that. So that's sad to see. Are we losing? Um, what's the what's our gauge on a uh, Baker money maker right now? I still think I'm he's still on be the hype good. train. I'm st- I'm not leaving. I mean, now is an excellent time too to buy like stock in Baker Mayfield because everyone's like kind of off him. Um. I mean, there's another thing to say, like, maybe David Njoku was just fucking sick of, like, OBJ and Jarvis Landry's bullshit. Yeah. There's just so, there's much, just so going much going on, on in the Browns. There. I think um, for a guy like Baker Mayfield, putting him with Landry and OBJ is just not a good not a good move. I know how talented they are on the football field, but Baker's a big personality, and just I, don't, I just don't love the fit of all those guys on that team, especially in a franchise like the Cleveland Browns, which are has just been the shittiest franchise in sports probably the last 20 years. And um, it's tough. So, like, I there's always, like, best-case scenarios for where you're, like, drafted, like, how your career could have turned out. I think this is one of the worst-case scenarios for Baker to actually end up going number one when not a lot of people didn't think he was. So there's all that pressure. And to have to go to Cleveland where they're a mess, where they easily just go in and will try and get Odo Beckham Jr. and then rush that they're going to be a playoff team way too early. I think um, Baker is going to have a good career still, but I do think this is one of like the worst situations he could have kind of found himself in. Did they address their O-line this offseason? Because was, that was the they main priority. The is that they, they would, He would snap the ball and just immediately have to start running for his life. I believe they signed one offensive lineman, or they drafted one, but I'm not that sure about that. Um, I do think Freddie Kitchens of last year was maybe the worst coach in the NFL. Yeah, he's an idiot. And seems like a cool, nice guy, but he's not very good. Um, Redskins. So the Washington Redskins, the Washington football team, we should call it now. They are going to be changing their name, and I believe uh, FedEx asked for them to do that, and it sounds like they're actually going to do it this time. Off the top of your head, do you have any, like, what should Washington name his football team? I got a couple options for you. The Washington Woodpeckers. Pretty fucking fire. Yeah, it's pretty fire. Is, the, is it just r- r- thought it was funny? Or is, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, I thought it was funny. I like, like it when names are like alliteration. And they yeah, go yeah, WW. W- yeah. So then you could, you could go the Washington Whales. I saw one on the internet. Uh, the Washington Wombats. Oh yeah, I heard the Washington Bullets. That's that would, funny. That would be kind of cool. That'd be. There's no way they're gonna fucking do that. Yeah, I know. When I saw <laughs> that on the internet. I was like, Ooh. Uh, gonna, they could go. They could have two teams in the town named the Wizards. Um. And I think the Cleveland Indians as well are changing their uh, name. I saw a post about that. So Washington, like I'm trying, send in if you're listening to this right now, send us in maybe some uh, of your guesses for what we should, what we would call Washington. Because I'm thinking it's like Washington, like you could do Wolfpack, the Wombats, the Wombats is sick, the Washington um, werewolves, werewolves, wolves, just like. Washington become, Wolves? Yeah. That's kind of cool. There's no wolf in football, right? No. Yeah. There isn't. Yeah, it's only the Timberwolves and... Yeah. Washington Wolves. That would be kind of Washington hard. Washington Wolves and, like, what about, like, 
What are like some animals? Cleveland caribou. Oh, mm. yeah. What are like the animals like in Washington like? Like they're like any I don't fucking no. I don't know. It's like, like alligators, the swamp. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like the Washington wolves and the Washington woodpeckers. And then when you go Cleveland, you go the Cleveland caribou or the Cleveland crushers. Cleveland crushers, crushers, would be cool. Sick. Um, yeah, the Cleveland crushers would be fucking sweet. Um, I'm glad you're on with the, the alliteration. I, yeah, you got to do that. Yeah, you got to do that. That's what for all my um, whenever I make up my teams and like any like 2K or Madden, you always have to have the alliteration. Yeah. Um, I wanted to go into another NFL topic here really quick. Um, way too early NFL predictions. And I got one for you. We're going to see a rematch of last year's Super Bowl. I know that is rare and does not happen much. I believe we will see Chiefs 49ers in the Super Bowl this year. I think Jimmy G is I would love to have see a it. hell of a year. He has I'm a lot to prove. I think Jimmy G is going to have a hell of a year. I think the Chiefs are going to fly by. I think the Chiefs are going to roll next year. I really do. I I think it's I'm agree with the Chiefs. I think it's going to be the Chiefs Eagles. Eagles. I think Carson Wentz going MVP. So we're thinking, I mean they really had to get help around him. They got that draft pick and it was like yeah. 20 or something. Um Deshaun Jackson's in a lot of hot water right now. Did you see that? Yeah. Like fucking like quoted Hitler or something. Yeah. What the fuck? I just woke up this morning I'm like what the heck? Like he straight up just quoted <laughs> Hitler like Tough, tough, tough. I mean, Deshaun Jackson, like the my favorite. Okay, my second favorite play of Deshaun Jackson's career because the first favorite is like the punt return he took to the house, oh, like the to Giants. win. That was sick. But the second one is when they're playing the Cowboys on Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football, and he catches like an eighty-five yard touchdown pass and just drops it at the one, just I like he like that. places <laughs> it down to celebrate. One of the funniest uh, moments in uh, uh, football for me. Um, I, I so you have um, the Eagles. Well, let's get a little. I think the Bucks have a very, very good shot as well. Yeah, I agree. So I think the Bucks your, are going to be like twelve and what four. What are your NFC power rankings if you're going into the season right now? I think I, you got to have the Niners at one. What we saw out of them last year, and yeah. then they made some the Eagles savvy is a moves. dark horse, like very like, dark yeah. horse. Yeah, but I like that. I think it's you go Niners at one, Seahawks maybe at two. Saints are still going to be good. Bucks, Saints, Bucks, Saints. Yeah, and we're probably forgetting some. I think oh, the Packers the, are the ponies. I still think we could see the Packers have like a kind of similar record to last year. They had such a weird. They took a quarterback and a running back, which what is like the, the two Vikings? best. Like, are the Vikings just continue to be like what they are? Yeah, we are, we are what they thought they're they going to be good in the regular season. Is there any chance Nick Foles and the Bears are good? Is there any chance Mitch Trubisky beats out Nick Foles for the starting job? No, I, I don't think so. No. I think Nick. Foles, I, think I think there's a chance. I think there's a chance the Bears could be pretty good. Is their defense? I know. Is there still most of like that historic? defense? Do they still have most of that defense? It obviously got more expensive, but um, I think the bear. I don't. I don't think the Bears are going to win the Super Bowl by any means. But I could see them maybe. Um, I think the NFC uh, North is going to be. It's going to be interesting because, like last year, you had. Um, Do the, you get three the, wild card teams now too? Right. Oh fuck! Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, well, that certainly opens the door for the Vikings to probably get in again because of the. Do we think the Cowboys and Eagles will both probably make it then? And then the Seahawks the, get that? No. I don't okay. think the Cowboys will get in. I don't think. I think the, I'm not you a have the Niners winning a division. You got the Bucks winning a division. You got the Packers winning a division. 
and you got the Eagles. This is me. I have the Eagles winning division. You have three. So those are your four, and then your three wild cards. You got the Seahawks as the For one, sure. the Saints. Yep. And then you have to you look at the other teams you're looking at, like the Cowboys, the Vikings, the, the Bears, the Falcons, the Panthers. I mean, I don't mm. think so, but um I could see the Falcons. What about the in. Washington Wolves? Eh, Dwayne no, Haskins? No chance. But <laughs> that'd be sick though if we got just like a complete rebrand, you know? Like get rid of the color. Get rid scheme, of the uniforms too. Like give us some fresh, like kind of but make them feel throwbacky, Washington Wolves. They could do like kind of similar to T Wolves colors, not like the neon part, but that would be pretty cool. That would um, be cool. Or you could go like black and white. Eh, black and white's not that good. Give us some color. Because um, I feel like every NBA team now has their like black and white editions. Eh, and black just, and white's just the Raiders for the NFL. Yeah, you can't really. Johnny, that's a great point. That's why we have you on here. <laughs> um, I mean, Mahomes, I think, is going to be MVP next year. That's another way too early prediction. That's all I got on that because. Yeah, um, I would say that. It's just like, it's such a boring pick. I really yeah, hope that's... there's football next year. That's a, a prediction for me. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's check in with the NBA. A um, couple things to start it off. We So we have the playoffs set to start July 22nd and 23rd or something. That's when it's going to start. Not feeling too optimistic. Um, they There's been no word of them canceling it. But just the last week or so, you've seen teams like the Bucks. The Clippers, the Nuggets get shut down for um, someone testing positive for coronavirus. And Florida obviously seems to be the highest state, or if, if not one of the top like three with coronavirus cases right now. It just seems like there's a lot up in the air with that, and see, things don't seem to be like going in a positive direction. So um, as much as I want basketball back, I wanted to preface all that with this, um, but... Because I kind of think this, I wanted to lift everyone's spirits here before we ended the podcast and talk about some basketball. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about our end-of-the-year awards. Because I think we're both of the opinion, or whatever, if we do, the NBA comes back and they play those couple, or six or seven games before the playoffs, I don't think that that can really change anything in the awards, for the most part. Yeah, I agree. Um the only thing I've really heard is like maybe like if the Grizzlies lost all their games and the Pelicans won all theirs and Zion scored forty a game, like okay, well, I guess. Sure. <laughs> but like even then, it's tough because John Morant's had such a year. So, um, what I wanted to do is we're gonna go through our end of the year awards and then we're gonna go through our all NBA first, second, and third teams, just to kind of recap and remind everyone what was going on in the NBA this season because even though there were some like bummers this year, obviously you didn't have Curry, Clay, Durant playing. Kyrie missed some time, um, that sort of stuff. It was still like a pretty cool NBA season, what we had going on. So um, we'll go through it like this. MVP, I have Giannis. Do you have Giannis? Yep. Giannis. I think that's a no-brainer. Um, I think that – so when the season got canceled, everyone was like, oh, LeBron was about to catch Giannis. I don't necessarily think that's true. Um, I do think LeBron would have had a better chance if they finished the regular season out in normal time to catch him than as opposed to this uh, – new format but i think i mean the bucks are like in an all-time efficiency and like the way they're playing and Giannis's per is they're fucking crazy so you i think you have to reward Giannis here he was the most dominant player in the regular season this year um rookie of the year i have john morant um do i think he's the best rookie in this class no i think zion's better but john morant had a hell of a year so it's not like 
people are getting that confused. Yeah. About who's better and who had a better year. Yeah. Like what? It, remember when? See, this isn't like a Brogdon winning it over Embiid situation. No. John like, Morant's going to be a, a great, great yeah, player. We're, we're talking about two all stars here, and I like Malcolm Brogdon, but he's not to the level of these guys that we're talking about. At least what his ceiling. Um, coach of the year, you go first. I got Nick Nurse. Wow. Folks, we did not uh, tell each other what we did here before, so I also have Nick Nurse. I think what he did in Toronto this year with the absence of Kawhi, how he's just his development of young players like Pascal Siakam. You saw like a resurgence in Norman Powell this year, um, dealing with injuries too with Gasol. And just like a really cool dude. Yeah. <laughs> like sidely. And like his defensive schemes are really, really like innovative and good. And, and the thing smart. is, is like the Raptors, they're like they're they definitely have a shot at they're making the two the seed right now. Yeah. They they're definitely good. like could take out the Bucks. Um so I hopefully we get to see that maybe. Um most improved player. I have Luca. Yeah. I mean, I know that's kind of tough because it's like usually we like to reward the we reward the players who go from like nine to like twenty one. So maybe like a is Devonte Graham a rookie this year? Second year player. Yeah. So like maybe someone like Devonte Graham. Yeah. But just Luca, like he was so good last year, and just to see him take it to another level this year and keep developing, um, I think he is the most improved player. Yeah, that's a that's a different. Um, it's so that's like, like so the going, hard. To going from a like a good borderline all star player to top five in the league. That's that's, that's, that's maybe the hardest I, jump. That's probably harder. Yeah, but definitely. I do have Shea Gilgis Alexander as my Ooh. most improved player, and he was doing some good things with Chris Paul down there in um, OKC. That team, um, that team should be frisky in the playoffs. I think. I think they not are, an easy out. Yeah, and they got good scoring with Gallinari. Um, Steven Adams, Aquaman. Um, defensive player of the year now. From the Miami Heat, Bam Adebayo. Let's go. You have him as well? Yep, my guy. I think um, there's a lot of good options, obviously. Um, who do I think is the best player, defensive player in the NBA? I think it's Kawhi Leonard. But Kawhi, like he, he doesn't play all the, He has a little load management. That's fine. Um, but I do think Adebayo, just the things he does in the paint, just he, he affects so much of the game on defense for the Heat. And then, like, let's compare him to past, like, when like you talk about a guy like Rudy Gobert, who I think the coaches or some poll for this year had Gobert winning it again. You know what Bam Adebayo can do? Is Bam Adebayo switch in the playoffs the doesn't have to get subbed out of the game at the end because he can't switch onto a guard. That's yeah. why he should be Defensive Player of the Year. Um, him and Anthony Davis yeah, are so I, much better than Gobert yeah. just for that reason. And also, the, the guy who it was, I thought about Davis. I ended up going with Adebayo, but I really was close to putting Giannis. I almost put Giannis, and I almost put Ben Simmons. It's a great options, all better than Rudy Gobert. Sorry, Stephen <laughs> Facer. I love you, not Rudy. Um, sixth man of the year. Um, oh, shout to Drake, Lou Will. Lou Will. I think you can never go wrong with Lou Will. Lou Will's just—he's such a valuable asset to have coming off the bench, especially on a good team like the Clippers. Um, is he supposed to play? If the, there was rumors of him maybe not playing. Really? They, they come back, yeah. I, I didn't I'm, see that. I saw those. So Shit. that's really important to the Clippers. Like, very, very, very. Lou Will is super. That's like 20 points a game. In the playoffs, he can get you buckets. You need that. Um, so that's yeah. why he's my sixth man. Who'd you have? I have his teammate, Montrez Harrell, as Ooh, sixth man of the year. I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, they're kind of like 
I wish we could package them together because they usually come into the game at the same time. Um, Do you remember from the old Celtics teams? They had uh, Nate Robinson and Big Baby Davis. They're yeah. like them, but just like way, way, way better. Yeah. But you remember they were like a package <laughs> that come in. Donkeys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good point. Um, let me kick it to you now, though, for your biggest surprise of the NBA season. My biggest surprise, I'm going to kick it back to the Raptors. I, coming into this year, I did not think the Raptors were going to be anywhere near a threat to win the East or even be competitive. And here they are at the two seed. What do you think? I think that's good. I See, I really, really struggled with this. because It's just like biggest surprise. Like, it's tough. It could be like, anything. It could be so many things. Um, There was two things for me, two teams I, I like kind of thought about with this. It was the Celtics, but primarily just Jason Tatum. Not that I was shocked. Like, I thought he would come, but just how quickly it kind of happened this year after a slower year last year. That was a not a surprise, but it was like, it was very happy that that happened. And then the other team um, who's been a surprise to me this year, which it shouldn't have been because I should have known, but the Heat, just the way Jimmy Butler has seamlessly fit into their culture. Eric Spolster is one of the top five coaches in the NBA. Bam out of bio. The way they draft guys like Tyler Hero, who's playing really well. You get undrafted players like Duncan Robinson. Goran Dragic is having a fantastic year, and no one seems to be talking about it. Kendrick Nunn's good. Kendrick Nunn is good. You have Andre Iguodala for the playoffs. They're the type of feisty defensive team that could really pose fits for Milwaukee, Boston, and... Um, Toronto. So um, I'm going to go with them. The biggest disappointment for me, I'm going to go first and I'll let you finish it out. The biggest disappointment for me was really the Blazers. It's the Trailblazers. I know they still technically yeah. can get in. And listen, this isn't even like a knock on Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard is fucking going off. He's so good. But I know they don't have Nurkic. I was really excited to see like what Lillard would do this year with... Um, because there's no Curry. It's just kind of like he could take that first-team guard spot finally. And 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 it's like the bummer thing is like the disappointment. It's because it's like I'm not disappointed fault. in Lillard. It's just like the team around him just kind of like C.J. McCollum has gone, eh. Yeah, um, he's, yeah, I don't, he's just stayed the same for the last yeah, like, three or four years. They should have traded him a couple of years ago when his uh, value was higher. Um, that was the biggest disappointment. And... When you say that, you're like, oh man, Lillard must have had an off year. Not really. Oh, he Lillard's just going, as good as going always. fucking off. I mean, he had like 50 like four times this year or something. Like, he had a stretch where he was and Lillard's ridiculous. Beast. Um, and I think he, we're going to get into all NBA teams in a second, but he just got absolutely just like fucked over by his team. That's why he's not on my first team. He yeah. should be, but he's not because you got to reward winning at some level. Um, so... Oh, wait. What was your biggest disappointment? I have the Philadelphia 76ers and primarily Joel Embiid. I was very disappointed in. I really want to... I'm waiting for Joel to come back in, like, super good shape and just have this fucking dominant year. I don't... I'm doubtful. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm worried about that. Um, I mean, they're the sixth seed, and they arguably have the most talent. And they, they have the most... They might have the most talented roster. Yeah. Um, just disappointing. I mean, just Tobias Harris. Like, that's just... Why would you pay that guy? <laughs> Useless. Um... Okay, let's go into all NBA teams. I think we have the same first team. Um, I think we have one different. Okay, so I have my first team all NBA. I have Luka, Harden, LeBron, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Nikola Jokic. I have all four, except I have Anthony Davis as my center spot instead of Jokic. I think um, 
I think that's a good pick, but just to kind of play devil, I think like um, Jokic is a lot is better than Anthony Davis. I think he carries a team a lot more. Yeah, I think Anthony Davis is super good, um, but I just rewarded Jokic there for just kind of being the man on a team, and like we didn't even talk about this yet. Skinny Jokic ripped Jokic. <laughs> that's a problem. If you if you guys don't know what we're talking about, you can like look up a uh, skinny Nikola Jokic. I guess he just got ripped or like just skinny, lost so, lost much, so weight. much weight in quarantine um so that could definitely be a problem because but even though when he was out of shape kind of didn't even matter he's, he's yeah. the is he the best passing big man that we've seen since like Pau gasol i think he's better than Pau at passing no i know I do, yeah. i'm just saying like Pau gasol was like the one he's who ridiculous. i think it was really good but like Jokic is just incredible um i do think though anthony davis has a higher your team has a higher ceiling with anthony davis but a, like a lower floor and and Jokic raises your floor because if you have Jokic on your team you're gonna make the playoffs yeah that's so well my counterpoint and I think you're kind of right so this isn't really a counterpoint it's just like if you put Jokic on Anthony Davis's Pelicans teams I think they would have done better yeah but if you put if you replace Jokic with Anthony Davis on his Lakers teams I think the Lakers would get worse yeah because Jokic is a lead dog he's yeah. a better lead dog than Anthony yeah. Davis but so. I think Davis is a better like yeah, yeah. it's like the second best player. guy on yeah. a championship team uh-huh. especially with a guy like lebron who kind of does what Jokic does and like facilitates yeah. the offense um okay second team i have at guard damian lillard i mean i'm sorry joe rinaldi he, he deserves to be on first team but it's tough luca and harden have won more than him um at second team guard i have jimmy butler second team um my forwards i have Kawhi leonard and anthony davis and my center despite what we just said is Joel Embiid. I think he's still, there's still a level of dominance that Joel Embiid has when he likes to show it. And I'm a little biased because I just really like Joel Embiid. What do you think of those five? I'm going to be honest. I do not have Joel Embiid on any of my All-NBA teams. Savage. Savage, yeah. But I'm I, not, see, I see, I know what you did though. Because you, yeah, I know. you probably, so you have Davis at on your first team, so you have Jokic on your second team, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. And then I know who your third team center is, so just keep going. Okay, so for second team, though, I went Damian Lillard. And then on my second guard, I went with Chris Paul. And then I went with Kawhi Leonard. And with my second forward, I took Jason Tatum. And my center, I went Jokic. What do you think? Repeat that. Lillard, Paul, Leonard, Tatum, Jokic. Okay. I just thought you might have said someone besides Leonard. Okay. I, I, I like all that. Um. I mean, I'll just go straight to my third team. My third team, my first guard is Chris Paul. Um, I think I was I was so close to putting Chris Paul above Damian Lillard. And that sounds crazy, but look at what the Thunder have done this year. Yeah. So, I mean, Chris Paul or Damian Lillard would be like higher in like an MVP voting maybe, but like Chris Paul and like all NBA, what he's accomplished this season. Um, I have him as my first guard on my third team. My second guard on my third team, I got Bradley Beal. Just doing work in Washington, just surrounded by shit. Um, my third team forwards, I have Jason Tatum and Pascal Siakam. And my third team center, Bam Adebayo. Let's go. What do you have for your third team? All right. I have for my two guard spots, I have Kyle Lowry and Ben Simmons. Okay. My two forwards, I have Jimmy Butler and Pascal Siakam. And my center, I got Bam. So. You do you just, not have Kyle Lowry? I don't have Kyle Lowry on okay. there. I chose CP3. I don't have Beal. Westbrook and Lowry. I thought Beal just um I put Beal on the team because obviously he has he's averaging like 29 a game this year, but he didn't make the All-Star game. 
Yeah. So like That's I'm wild. going to I'm going to reward him here and be like, you know what, you should be on an All NBA team. And um, yeah, it was tough to leave off Lowry. That was probably the toughest. And then Simmons was tough to leave off. Um, Westbrook was Westbrook really was tough. hard. I had him for a while. If Westbrook it. started a little better, he would definitely have taken that third team spot. But um, he got off to a bad start. Um, someone who I did not consider at all was Paul George. Um, I just really just didn't even consider him. Didn't even consider. That's, that's shocking, Brian. I know. He's a Paul George fan. Um, Kemba Walker, I thought about for a second, but you know, you just got so many good guards. Um, weirdly, okay, criticize me about this if you think this is stupid. I thought, I mean, he's, he, I never would put him above Tatum and Siakam, and that's why I didn't. I did think about Jalen Brown, though, today. When I was getting this right, I was like, Jalen Brown has had a fucking hell of a year. If there's a fourth team. Yeah, he probably gets in. I think you could probably got, you. it would be like Westbrook. Um, you got Jalen Brown. You go Westbrook, like West, we Westbrook and then like CB3 or um, Kyle Lowry because I didn't put them on. Mm-hmm. And then you would have, um, uh, fuck, you'd have Paul George. Paul George missed a lot of games too. And then you could also probably throw in on center. I mean. Uh, I didn't put uh, Embiid, but yeah, you could throw Embiid. Um, I'm trying to think if we're missing anybody. Um, like because I want to go through all the honorable mentions, really. But I guess Ben Simmons would be an honorable mention. Um, I liked I liked that we had different lists. I thought that was good. Um, yeah. Do you have anything before we wrap this up? Um, I guess we could go a little predictions. I think. The Clippers are going to win it all if Lou Will goes with them. If Lou Will doesn't go with them, I think the Lakers are going to win it all. And I think they'll probably play the Bucks, but I, the Celtics are just... Hayward's going to have to the bubble. Kinda, yeah, explain that. Let, let everyone know about that. So his wife is pregnant due and during the playoffs, and right when she has the kid, Hayward's going to leave. So, so that does hurt the Celtics going down the stretch. Um so I guess if I had to rank it, I would say the Bucks have the best shot to make it in the East, followed probably by the Raptors for me, and then the Celtics, who would have been two. I still think the Celtics can get in without him. Yeah, but I just, I don't know, this conversation today, I just am thinking about Nick Nurse. I'm feeling guilty for leaving Kyle Lowry off the list, because I love Kyle Lowry. Um, yeah, I think this has been good. John, always, always a pleasure. Um, we are going to be bringing trivia back quite soon. Um, so don't hold your breath. It should be, um, we're going to have Johnny and Evan, I think go against Mark and Mitch. So we just need to get everyone on the same page so we can do a zoom FaceTime like that. Um, again, thank you so much for listening. This has been the pineapple couch with B Rob. You can get us on iTunes or Spotify, leave a five star review. If you're feeling generous, Hey, if you leave a five star review, why don't you ask a question in the review and we'll read it on the pod, do something like that, or just say, Hey, and we'll read it on the pod. So Any five-star review, we'll read you out there on the pod. Again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Johnny. We'll talk to you next time.